What's going on, everybody? This is the Work Rate Podcast. We are one day later than normal. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. It was unbearably hot here the past week or so, and I thought mm-hmm. I was going to have to have a fan on while we recorded today because my air conditioner cannot keep up. It has been like 105 degrees. I don't know what that is in Canadian degrees, but it's hot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's a lot and of degrees. So... Our air conditioner hasn't been able to keep up, and but when I got home from work, a cold front came through, and it stormed there and cooled everything down, so it's good. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. like to hear that. I have, I spent the hour before this podcast um, eating slash sewing my first patch on my, on my battle vest, you're so looking, I'm excited. You're looking very metal right now. Yes. Got my wolves in the throne room, uh, uh, our patch on. I'm very excited. One of the greatest fans of all time. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know who's not having a good time? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Boo. Boo, Vince McMahon. Boo, Boo, yeah. Vince McMahon. Just, what a horrible human being. It just gets worse and worse every time it comes out. Yeah. Every time I open Twitter, it's, it's, it's so much worse. Yeah. So uh, we, I think we talked about it before, but anyways, um, they were uh, journalists were researching and looking into um, reports that Vince McMahon had paid off um, a woman in the company. Um, I can't remember how much. I think it was like. It was a couple million dollars. I think it was a couple million dollars. They had, he had paid her hush money um, to keep quiet about an affair that probably wasn't appropriate. Not that affairs ever really are, but apparently Vince and Linda have been on the outs for a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, regardless, you can't be sleeping with your employees. Yeah, um, the whole power dynamic thing is, makes it gross. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Especially from him. Um, anyway, she that woman we don't know who it is, but anyway, she's gone now. But that uh, Wall Street Journal picked it up, and they have been they've been doing the investigation, and they're like a dog with a bone, and they are not letting it go. Mm-hmm. This story is everywhere, and today um, they are reporting that I guess over the past about fifteen or so years, I can't, I don't really know how old he is. But He's over the seventy six, I looked it up today because okay, so it's about fifteen, fifteen years worth. Um, I guess this is would essentially be what all the time that they've been public because mm-hmm. they have to keep track of this stuff a little bit more. Yeah, I think for for the board members, anyways, he has dished doled out twelve and a half million dollars. I think it's across only four women um, within the company. One of which was a talent, so we can probably assume a wrestler, but maybe not. Um, yeah, the report said contractor, and that's what they call their their wrestlers is contractors. Yes, so, so it was a wrestler that uh, he he forced to have oral sex with him. Essentially, he raped her. Then he demoted her. Then he fired her when once she uh wouldn't reciprocate or when she didn't want to do it anymore obviously no one ever wants to get fucking raped mm-hmm. um and he was sending unsolicited nudes apparently she got seven and a half million dollars so he paid through the fucking nose on that one mm-hmm. um and uh apparently that was in 2005 um don't look it up <laughs> but uh that's the timeline um and then there are three other women that you can assume would be wrestlers and or interview backstage people or whatever whatever role this is this is the same thing that happened what what was it in the in the 80s or 80s, 90s 80s with, with their first female ref yeah with their first female ref which he paid to go away mm-hmm. Um, this is not surprising. He's buried murders. He's buried, um, 
rapes. He's buried deaths. He's bu- he's buried all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. He is who we thought he was. Yeah. Um, it's like that famous NFL video. They are who we said they were. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew this was coming. Like, there's no, and this is all in the past 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, when he had no checks and balances, like he, <laughs> like the, these are not all the only uh, skeletons he has in the closet oh, for, for sure. sure. For sure. And when you think of like the type of stuff they had on TV, like the type of stuff they got away with on TV, you think about what was done behind closed doors and it makes your skin crawl. Oh yeah. Cause he used to like, I remember being younger and watching it and he'd have storylines kind of like this, like where you'd like take advantage of like Trish Stratus. That was like a whole storyline yep. they did and stuff. So if he's mm-hmm. bold enough to do that on TV, no telling what he did behind the scenes. Yeah, and apparently when he got backstage after, and this is this is uh, coming from, I can't remember who, but I think it might be Wall Street Journal, but somebody who's doing the investigation with sources has said he came backstage. This was the day of the original report where he went out there and said, um, and did that 10 second thing in the ring on the mic mm-hmm. and then jumped over the steps yeah. on his way out like a lunatic essentially saying, come and get me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going anywhere. What, what is it? Um, what's their slogan? Uh, then now forever or something like that. Yeah. He, he, that's all he said mm-hmm. then now forever. Mm-hmm. And then he left like, and it, essentially. I'm not going anywhere. Apparently after that, when he went backstage, he yelled, fuck him like as loud as he could. That, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he went backstage and he said, fuck him. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You said that to wall street journal and now this report's coming out. Mm-hmm. So you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You think they're not going to come after you? Yeah. You're the big fish that they're coming after. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that was weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And since then they, like, they just started that report and now this is what they have. Yeah. I had, um, two or three friends that don't watch wrestling at all texting me about it today. Like they, they were seeing it, not even at the wall street journal, like ESPN was covering it and stuff. So Th- this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like these are, and I was, we were talking to our friends, our circle today, and I was saying, like, NBC's got to be pretty mad. Mm-hmm. Like, they're probably going to put, they they wouldn't want to be associated with this. Yeah. Not that they're the greatest company in the world, but they are positioned as the family-friendly mm-hmm. company. Yeah. And like, they I... try and stay squeaky clean mm-hmm. as much as they can. And they do have deals with Fox TV, too. And they just had those scandals a few years ago. They're probably not going to want to deal with that. Fox will they're (laughs) they care a little less Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the the, the shit that they let slide is a little different Um, it's like only people are caught red handed but that's the thing he's being caught red handed now for sure and the the board board of governors is not going to be happy the investors are not going to be happy Mm mm-hmm NBC is not going to be happy. They're probably going to lean on them to get rid of him because they don't want that attached to them as much as they don't really care behind the scenes. They don't want their public image tarnished Mm -hmm. because like I said, they're like, they're the daytime TV people. They're the like prime time, like MSNBC, like they're the, they're the liberal company mm-hmm. essentially and they they can't have that shit yeah. happening um i don't think they'll drop wwe but they'll probably put up a stink and maybe threaten to drop them if uh vince doesn't get bumped this is all me speculating yeah but uh, uh i just looking at twitter because smackdown's on right now seeing if anyone was saying yeah. anything and denise uh, is it denise Salsato? is that how you pronounce her last name yes Saying sources tell me that Vince McMahon Netflix documentary has been pulled and is off the programming spreadsheets at Netflix. There you go. Mm-hmm. The, this is what I'm saying, man. These companies do not want to associate Vince mm-hmm. at, right now. They're, he's on his way out. I think this is the death knell for him. Mm-hmm. He's so old, too. 
Yeah. Like, who wants to put up with a 76-year-old rapist? Mm-hmm. Like, at least before, he was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so like, before, like, okay, he's a 76-year-old asshole. There's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's a 76-year-old rapist. Mm-hmm. And the person with the NDA is obviously talking to Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they've been talking back and forth. This person, like, it's going to come out. Yeah. And then there's nothing he can do. Then he's fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's nuts. Because the first report from a couple weeks ago, they made sure to say that it was a consensual relationship. But like we were talking earlier, that's the power dynamics. That's still weird. But like this is, none none of this stuff was consensual. So. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> like I thought it, it was, I thought it was even weird when Wall Street Journal said, um, forced to give oral sex like no that's rape mm-hmm. yeah just say it just say rape yeah that's what that is mm-hmm. like it's so much worse when you actually say what it is mm-hmm. so just say what it is yeah it's sexual assault that's rape yeah yeah i was trying to see if he came out on smackdown like he did the last time these allegations <laughs> I, happened but i don't I think he did shit at him fuck him yeah i think <laughs> i hopefully the higher-ups in wwe were like you're not coming out. You just stay home. Well, hopefully, there's not many people higher than him, though. That's true. Like, but they are publicly he, traded he companies, to... so the board can yes, hopefully say stuff. Uh, like, well, that's that's the thing is that like he lives in his own world. Mm-hmm. Like he's the type of guy that like if the board says no, he would want he'd go rogue. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's the type of guy who would go rogue and then make it worse for himself. Yeah. Like, I think last week, there's no way they wanted him going, or the last, when he went out there, there's no way they wanted him out there. Oh, yeah. No way. Because he's still, he's stepped down in quotations from CEO, but he's still head of creative, so he's still going to be there. Yeah, he's still cr- controlling everything. And mm-hmm. It's, Stephanie's a figurehead. He's still controlling mm-hmm. it. It does not matter. Yeah. And I don't really think she, she really wants to be there. Otherwise, she would have. Yeah, because she before all this happened, she like was she announced she was stepping away for a while to take a break and stuff, and then she had to come back. Yeah, who knows why that was? I I just always kind of assumed it was to help help out her husband. Yeah, who was going through the health troubles. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Who I don't know. Triple H mm-hmm. shouldn't bury that lead. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. I I haven't watched the show, but I've heard it all compared to that show Succession on HBO. So. That show's amazing, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. I, I'd recommend watching it. It's funny. I watch it, and I'm like, I don't understand 95% of this show, but I enjoy it. Yeah. That's how a lot of shows <laughs> are. That's how, uh, What's that show? Westworld? The first season, I was like, I have no idea what's going on, but this is great. <laughs> yes. That, at least that's a sci-fi, mm-hmm. and you're not really supposed to know what's going on. This is just business yeah. stuff. Like, business jargon. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, or politics. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so other things that um, on the WWE roster page. Um, oh, what's her name? Sasha Banks. I'm blanking. Naomi. Uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks are, they're off the roster. Mm-hmm. That's done now. Um, Naomi has dropped WWE from her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine Sasha will as well. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That place, none of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, but I don't know what Naomi's going to do, but Sasha Banks was in Star Wars, so she'll be okay. <laughs> no, she'll be fine. Yeah. And <laughs> if she wants to wrestle or not she'll be fine mm-hmm. if she wants to wrestle obviously there's a place waiting there yeah to uh put her name into the stars in AEW and then Naomi I'm sure would be welcome there as well I would take her she is very fun to watch yeah she is and she's got she just oozes like personality and stuff so yeah I would love to see her in uh maybe that's in an environment where she's not coddled so much. Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing with this whole um, 
like the baddie thing. Like they're looking for a new baddie member. It's just Naomi. That'd be cool. That actually, she would fit that. Yeah, she would be good there. <laughs> yeah, and then they could do like the power struggle between her and Jade. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into uh, oh, one more piece of news I wanted to oh, talk yes. about real quick. I don't know if you saw this. I didn't. I meant to message you about it, but um, New Japan. I forget the name of their parent company that owns them and Stardom announced that oh, yeah. Stardom's going to start wrestling. Wrestlers are going to start wrestling on New Japan of America shows, which is awesome. That's great. Uh-huh. That's great. And it, it helps. Um, that will greatly help AEW. And I wonder if that is a little bit of an AEW influence. I was going to say, too, I didn't forget who I saw this from Twitter. It wasn't like Sean Ross Sapp or anything, but they were saying that they had meetings with the Stardom people, too. AEW did, but. They did, yeah. Okay, I, I didn't see who it was from, so I didn't want to like. Yeah, I, I don't. Re- I don't remember that either. But yeah, someone did say that uh, they had talks, mm-hmm. or there. I think, I think Tony or somebody had confirmed, like, yeah, we talked about stardom, but it's uh, that's farther away. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't, they wouldn't, weren't able to get that done. Because I also heard they wanted stardom. Made it known that they wanted. Yeah, they wanted stardom people at Forbidden Door, but that same week, stardom had a huge show, like. Yes. They had, that, they had a big cage match and they built it up as a big show so they couldn't bring anyone over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should also talk about that little bit that I saw about Ibushi. Hmm. Um, every once in a while, Ibushi just decides basically to do AMAs mm-hmm. on Twitter, which is cool of him. Yeah. And the fans will ask him questions and he'll answer it. And he was essentially saying that his shoulder is worse than it was in December. Mm-hmm. He still can't do push ups. He. He said if he were to wrestle right now, within six seconds, his shoulder would separate. Um, That's nuts. He said that uh, he's trying, but he doesn't know what his future holds. Essentially saying it's possible that he'll have to retire. He doesn't know. He doesn't want to retire, but he understands that he's also not young. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's right around 40 years old. Yeah. And he understand. And he even said, like, this is a young man's game. And if uh if i have to step aside and be the mentor i will mm-hmm. yeah type of thing and uh he said that you will see me hopefully as a wrestler not with new japan um maybe in a, in another role mm-hmm. we'll see but he is trying to come back yeah but it's not looking great and it's also that kenny stuff it almost sounds similar mm-hmm. in that Kenny's coming back, but it's harder than he thought it was. Yeah. It's more painful than he thought it was. And he can't do this again. Mm-hmm. Like if he gets another big time injury. serious injury, he's calling it. Mm-hmm. So these are my two favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simultaneously. Um, like having existential crises. Mm-hmm. What I, I messaged you social media said, I, I hope, I hope they just run away together <laughs> and just live, live together and be happy. Like we all want them to be. Yeah. I just want them to be friends and to be together mm-hmm. that like, I just want them to be enjoying themselves. I want, I don't want Kenny to be stressed. I don't want Ko He said, Kota Bushi said, my main focus right now is caring for my family. And I'm like, this is nice. Mm-hmm. He's a nice, <laughs> this is a nice man. Yeah. Yes. I like him. I do too. He's um, funny. I want to see, I just want to see those two guys in the same ring together mm-hmm. again. Like it, it's too bad that they've barely wrestled together in within the past 15 years. Yeah. Considering how uh, intrinsically linked they are. Yeah. Cause I, well, I remember when they first got back as a team, that was like a big moment. And then they were talking about how, that's gonna, my favorite wrestling moment of all time. Yeah, when they hugged. Yeah, that's amazing. my that's my thing. That was when amazing. they hug and Don Callis does the oh yeah. Keep, they, didn't they have like confetti cannons too? <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's that is, like I when that whenever that documentary airs on TSN, I watch it from beginning credits to end credits, and I cry. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. It's amazing. But yeah, that'd be cool. But I I was gonna say. Uh, I think they were leading because they said if they ever wrestled again, it'd only be done in the Tokyo Dome. So I think that's what they're building to, but then all the AEW stuff happened in the contracts and all that stuff. But yeah, I, uh, I'm really, I'm excited to see what the future holds for Ibushi, but it's also, it's worrying. Mm-hmm. 
it is very worrying and this this could be why um new japan said that he won't be wrestling for them ever again but he's with the company Mm -hmm. maybe they just want to support him like a little like kind of the way AEW does like when someone gets hurt even if uh like there there were a couple indie guys who got hurt while they were extra talent mm-hmm. and Tony Khan kept them under contract yeah. to just hang out and sit in the crowd yeah and he was paying them that's while they uh while they went through rehab so it's it's possible that's sort of what they're doing with Ibushi I don't know yeah. like if he's that hurt and he can't wrestle but they also don't want him to wrestle for them mm-hmm. anymore. He also said more stuff's going to come out about <laughs> about all that other mm-hmm. stuff. That was a wild time. Those like three days when all that stuff was coming out too. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone was like, someone was like, oh, the uh, they seem to make it sound like everything was fine, and he was like, not so much, but <laughs> uh, that that'll come to light mm-hmm. down the line. So we'll see what happens there. Maybe he just has to play nice for a while. Probably. Once his contract's up, he's probably... We'll find out everything. Yes. Okay. So now let's move on to AEW. Um, This was sort of... This was sort of an under-the-radar episode. Yeah, I I didn't hate it. It wasn't my favorite episode. It was just... Yeah. It it was was like right down the middle. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was was amazing. Yeah, it it was a standard episode Mm -hmm. of AEW television yep nothing bad nothing that blew my socks off actually sorry that's a lie the main event blew my socks. the main event was was really good that was phenomenal and it had uh one of the top 10 most uh brutal anime betrayals on this episode oh god yes (laughs) yeah we will get to that Mm -hmm. oh fucking daddy ass yeah oh no (laughs) anyways um so Wardlow is the new TNT champion. That's yeah, cool. That was cool. Where, he came out and just destroyed Scorpio Sky. Yeah, and I he Scorpio Sky tweeted after that, like, I'll see you guys again soon. So I'm thinking he still may be hurt. That's possible. But also Wardlow's the type to squash people, so that fits with his character too. But. Yeah, it's just it's good. It's like, well, if we have to take it off Scorp for a bit while he rehabs his leg a bit. Mm-hmm. It's Wardlow's time. Yeah. So it was good. They did sell me a ticket, though, on that belt shot to Wardlow. Yeah. I, th- I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Wardlow's going to lose here. Mm-hmm. And thank God they didn't do the WWE thing, which would be for Wardlow to lose. Mm-hmm. Wardlow kicked out. He won. He got to beat up all the uh, American Top are those Team guys. legit American Top Team guys, or do you think those are just I don't think so. Indie- okay. I think... I think those were indie wrestlers uh, parading as I was gonna say, they, top team they guys. They bumped too well for actual MMA guys. Because I'm sure MMA guys can bump, but they... they yeah, like, the Gorilla Press? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were taking, like, perfect pro wrestling bumps. So. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I think there's one guy who was part of the team in Impact hmm. as well. Okay. Like, when, when, they, when they did American Top Team there, mm-hmm. I think he was there as well with them so it's kind of it's kind of nice continuity yeah i think i saw sean ross sap say that he's like this is a nice bit of continuity to bring that guy back that's cool but i think he is an indie wrestler Mm -hmm. because the because as you said i noticed those guys were taking nice bumps yeah (laughs) yeah um this is fun though we got i'm kind of sad sorry about scorpio losing the belt just because he his version of the belt was so cool looking it was so nice the kobe Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things was, I think it was uh, the Public Enemies podcast where they had uh, like a like a spirit, like a ghost spirit picture of Kobe in the sky, looking <laughs> disappointed, being like uh, Kobe looking at uh, Scorpio Sky losing his belt. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, so that that was very funny. I enjoyed that. A little shout out to Public Enemies podcast. They're funny as hell. Yeah, those are some funny dudes. Like some of the funniest uh, tweets I've ever seen. They're so fast with the tweets. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how like they have the perfect image or GIF or video for every single thing that happens at their fingertips. Yeah, 
it's it's very funny um we got christian cage coming out and being the biggest asshole Mm -hmm. in the world yeah it's like vince mcmahon right underneath him yeah (laughs) um holy shit only christian cage could get away with this yeah here's the 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 only people that can talk about what Christian Cage talked about are Christian Cage, Edge, Matt Hardy, and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I'm hearing a bit of an echo. Let me turn it down. Do you mind turning down your mic a little bit? I don't know if that's why Is that it's better? happening. But yeah, I don't know. We'll oh. see. <laughs> I just uh I just hear myself a little bit sometimes. Um yeah, so those are the only yeah. those are the only four guys that can talk about this. They're all close like that that you could only you know that yeah like only those guys can mm-hmm. and it needs to be their decision and i'm sure this was cuz if christian isn't if christian or matt hardy aren't comfortable with this they don't do it yeah 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 they they definitely have um, that pool to where they could say no to something like that yeah and i know i understand the hypocrisy because when wwe's done this people weren't happy about it mm-hmm. um i can't remember who it was that said it about jeff hardy though uh, I remember Samoa Joe saying it a couple years ago to him, like to him, like to Jeff one time when they were in a feud in WWE. But I, I yeah, it's like they they did an actual angle with it, which was oh, great. it was like him and Sheamus where they played up his alcoholism and they had a fight in a bar and stuff. Yeah, like that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Yeah. Um, this is uh, but I kind of like like uh, Matt Hardy was the uh, was the butt of the joke mm-hmm. here. So um, Christian essentially says that uh, Matt Hardy, you or Matt Hardy comes out to uh, to confront Christian and and Luchasaurus because uh, Christian says I'm going to tell you why we betrayed um, why we betrayed uh, Jungle Boy and but. Matt Hardy comes out. He's like, Matt, why the fuck are you here? Like, you're now you're defending Jungle Boy mm-hmm. all of a sudden. He's like, what? You want to ride someone else's coattails? You want to use someone else just like you used your you use your kids, you use your wife, you use your dilapidated boat, you you use your your drunk brother? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> and. uh Matt Hardy says, "Like, well, you're one to talk. You do the exact same thing. You threw Jungle Boy away. Now you're doing it to Luchasaurus." And he says, "I know what what it's like to take advantage of people. I've been doing that here, so uh, I can call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Like, I I know what this is. I like that um, he brought that up too, like the whole Hardy family office thing and stuff. Good bit of yeah, continuity. He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I." real recognizes real here like mm-hmm. i i know i know what you're doing yeah. i see it a mile away and so does everybody else like luchasaurus what the fuck are you thinking mm-hmm. but luchasaurus is like hey man i'm kane right now and that's real fucking cool yeah yeah i get his pyro see my flames and i'm wearing all black i look cool as hell <laughs> i get i get to choke slam people through a table mm-hmm. uh speaking of which hey matt hardy go through this table yeah. bam um cool as hell um yeah he had hit him with the drunk jeff hardy twice yeah he said crazy he said uh you're starting to make your brother sound like the sober one or something like that yeah he said uh he said you're yeah exactly <laughs> i was like holy fuck yeah like, god damn that is uh that's brutal and christian cage says like i'm never someone who's apologized for the shit that he said <laughs> and it's true go look at his impact uh stuff Holy fuck! He said some bad shit. Yeah, impact. yeah. He'll he'll Christian <laughs> impact with something else. That's why I'm so glad he's a heel now, because it's been great. Yeah, when he was uh feuding with Booker T. Oh my lord, mm-hmm. uh, that that was racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> what yeah. he did with Booker T. Booker T's dealt with a lot of shit. Yeah, he has. Um, yeah. So this was good. I'm loving heel Luchasaurus. I think it's it was very needed for him. It was, it was, and I'm glad they did it too because I would have hated if he just feuded with Christian. So it's good that he's teaming up with them, and he looks awesome. They've they've got like a, I don't know what he's his tan even looks darker. Mm-hmm. Like he there's like no green on him before. Yeah. Like like his uh his tattoos looked green before. Yeah. 
just, now they look black and he looks dirty. Yeah. And... Is his tongue still green or is it black now too? It's probably black. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, every everything's cool. I love it. I love that he, he gets the Jurassic Park intro. Mm-hmm. It sounds like uh, the earth shaking when he's coming out. Yeah. And it's cool. Christian's just standing there in the flames too. That's what adds to it. It's super cool. He Christian reminds me a lot of um, Ellering when he was the uh, was it Paul Ellering? Mm-hmm. He was the uh, he was the mouthpiece for Legion of Doom. Yep. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of them, or like when he was the same thing for Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, that that's what he reminds me of. And it's really cool because he can actually back it up as well. Yeah. Not that Ellering couldn't. He wrestled a bit. I was gonna say he could in the eighties, but when he was with Arthur Sapane, he couldn't because he was an old man by that point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh it's really cool. I love it. He's uh he's like a Bond villain. Mm-hmm. It's like a yeah, Bond villain who leather jacket and turtlenecks. It's great. He's gonna like sell me a timeshare or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next we had Butcher and the Blade versus Swerve and Our Glory. The story of this match was obviously um, Swerve and Our Glory hasn't really been on the same page. We've got, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Mark, Smart Mark Sterling running around backstage trying to get people to sign a, sign a waiver to get him kicked off the show. Um, because... Yeah, uh, I don't know what that started from. What's that, or is that just something that started on this episode. <laughs> um, or did Swerve eliminate I, um, Tony Nese from the Battle Royale on Friday? He must have. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's just been running around saying that uh, he's a snake. Swerve is sketchy and mm-hmm. he's betraying everybody and he wants him eliminated. Oh, uh, I guess he beat Tony Nese in a match. Mm a few weeks ago or like a month or so ago, they sort of have like, they have a rivalry dating back to WWE. Yeah. Um, That's true. So, yeah. So, uh, but anyways, butcher and the blade are out there and they're looking good against, uh, swerve in our glory. I think that they're kind of positioning them to maybe get a title shot down the line. Cause they looked really good in the battle. Royal. Yeah. They were living well. tons of people and butchers got they new were, gear with tassels on it. It's awesome. They were in like the final eight. Yeah. I saw somebody put um, online the T and butcher stands for tassels, which made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that is very good. Mm-hmm. I love the tassels. Yeah. Um, butcher is in great shape. Mm-hmm. This match was good. It was kind of chaotic, but I liked it because it's supposed to be like Swerve in Our Glory is not on the same page. Yeah. That bump that Swerve took off of Keith Lee into the ropes was brutal. Yeah. Um. Their their finisher is awesome though. I love the they finisher. they won the match, but then immediately out comes um, Hobbs and Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks and Ricky Starks went taps off. into he goes off and he taps into Rick Flair yeah. at his best. Mm-hmm. He is losing his mind his veins are popping out he's take he's untucking his fancy shirt he's ready to go i was like oh my god this is rick flair circa 1985 mm-hmm. like this is beautiful to watch here like he's coming into his own and then the young bucks music hits and i'm like oh my god this is a fantastic yeah um, i i like that the bucks are interacting with those two teams because i I didn't expect it. And yeah, you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a combination you think about young bucks versus either of these two teams. They're like, Oh shit. This is amazing. They're, both, they're both in the top five. So yeah. And against uh jungle boy and Luchasaurus, it was like, okay, that's cool. Against the bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, that's fucking awesome. The bucks are going to bump crazy for uh, Lee and Hobbs. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so good. The Bucks don't normally face big guys ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. I think these are the two biggest guys they've ever faced. Probably. I mean, Keith Lee's like the biggest guy anyone's ever faced. <laughs> yeah, he's a very large <laughs> man. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I liked too, because when the Bucks came out, they were like, we want to challenge the top teams. And the crowd starts chanting FTR and they're like, oh, we're better than them. So they're, I think they're going to do that storyline until all out of them, like 
just ducking FTR. And they said that thing about uh, MJF too. What, what did they say? I can't remember. They had an MJF line where they they said one of his lines, and I can't remember. Oh, I don't, I don't, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I forget. But anyways, it was like the first acknowledgement of MJF mm-hmm. on TV since he left. Yeah, so that that's purposeful. So that's good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this is really exciting. This is going to be for next week, I think. Yep, next week's Fighter Fest, so they're, they're yeah. boosting it up pretty big. Or is it Fighter Fest or yes, that is the beach themed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then in a couple weeks it'll be. Okay. I wonder if they'll still do Fight for the Fallen because that's more of a Cody thing. Yeah, they'll probably still do it. I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's more of a Jacksonville thing. That's true. Maybe they like haven't a... been back to Jacksonville in a while, so maybe they're going back. Yeah, I could see that. I'm hoping that they do uh, Toronto soon because the um, they're doing Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, the week before All Out. I don't think All Out's going to be in Toronto, but that would be fun as hell. Yeah, that'd be amazing um, for you. It would be. I would be there, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I would I would do what I have to do to get there. <laughs> um, but it makes me think that they are going to do it because they're doing more um, more shows on the East Coast. Not that... Uh, we're necessarily East Coast, but um, we're sort of East Coast. But yeah, it would be. Uh, it's very close to Buffalo. It's mm-hmm. like a, just a drive on the highway. <laughs> like is Buffalo even close to, to Canada? Fly. I didn't know that. <clears throat> oh yeah, Buffalo is Buffalo's on the border. You can go over the border to Buffalo. Oh, cool. From it's uh, it's also where Butcher and Blade are from. So hopefully they're on. Yeah, the Buffalo like where trip. my parents live, which is two hours from me. Mm-hmm. A two-hour drive. Uh, they are basically on the border. Okay, like where Niagara is. Mm-hmm. That's the that's basically the Buffalo border. Oh, okay. I didn't realize all that stuff was so close. I knew Niagara yeah, Falls it's... had a Canadian and a U.S. side, but I didn't realize it's that close to Buffalo. Oh yeah, it's very <laughs> close to Buffalo, and then New York mm-hmm. uh, from there. Yeah, it's a. My parents are like a six-hour drive to New York or something like that. Like New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Very close to New York State. Okay, <laughs> like That's they cool. can see New York State from where they are. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they, they can look up across the water, and there's the states right there. Very cool. I guess I should have known that. Did you ever see that movie Canadian Bacon in the nineties? Yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> John so, Candy, man. Yeah, that movie's awesome. John Candy is a Toronto and Scarborough legend. Mm-hmm. People will fight you if you talk. Talk bad about uh, John Candy. Who want to talk here. bad about John Candy? He's hilarious. I once uh, mentioned that. Well, it's, it's possible that John Candy had like drinking or drug problems, and I almost got my ass kicked <laughs> by a family member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they were like, like, "How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> he is a legend. Mm-hmm. He went to my high school." I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." My man. I was like, I was like, are we really going to be surprised that a guy from uh, that from that group of people, like hanging out with Dan Aykroyd <laughs> and all those guys, did not wasn't doing a bunch of coke? Yeah, come on now. Yeah, like of course he was. Um. Anyways, yes, <laughs> absolute legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, th- that will be a fun match. What's also awesome is Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Eddie Kingston comes out. He first of all congratulates Wardlow, which is funny because in kayfabe he doesn't really like Wardlow. <laughs> yeah, maybe he wants to and, come uh, for the title. Then he says, "Congrats to congrats to his team in the cage. We kicked ass." Even Claudio. See, I can't yeah. grow up. <laughs> yeah, it was good. See, I'm a grown up. <laughs> ah. Um. Then, but he says, "But you know what, Chris Jericho, you made me a liar." I didn't make you bleed and I, I'm going to, and then the screen cuts, we got Jericho talking to him on the screen and we hear like a little voice in pain. And I was like, is he beating up Bryce Rensburg? Mm-hmm. What's going on? But it wasn't Bryce Rensburg, but it was close. Yeah. It was Ruby Soho and Ruby Soho is very strangely trying to avoid getting her arm crushed. by. Uh, yeah. They needed someone to hold her there. 
or something? I understand what they were doing. Is that so? Essentially, what happened is Ruby Soho got her arm uh, crushed by the door being being slammed by Ty Conti, and but she's surrounded by men, mm-hmm. and you don't really want to have a bunch of men Hold holding her. Yeah, there. I get it. You get her arm smashed. So I understand what they were doing. But they just didn't set it up right. Yeah, they because it, they hesitated. she put herself in that position. Yeah, I was gonna say she was just kind of there, and then she had to move her arm when they did the spot. So that's like that's okay. I just I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was good. I mean, like the the spot's cool. Like I care about the story, but like I don't care. Like I know none of this is actually real. Mm-hmm. So like, if something doesn't look exactly like someone's actually dying. Like if they had to like move to get into a spot, I was like okay, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, like I thought, fair enough. I was just happy to see a a women's storyline that wasn't attached to the uh, to the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I like it too. I like the Ruby's getting involved in that. That's cool. Yeah, Ruby and Ty Conti being involved in this feud mm-hmm. is fun. Yeah. I like this is why I think they should have more women in, in the in the factions with the men mm-hmm. so that they can be on TV take more. part in this sort mm-hmm. of like kind of like how um uh the bunny and the bunny and uh Penelope uh, for Queenslayer Anna um, J Anna J were were uh were part of the dark order and um Matt Hardy's uh, family office mm-hmm. feud at one point, even though I didn't love what they were doing with the women there or the people involved in it. You remember when every rampage was like the Matt Hardy show because <laughs> he had every wrestler in his stable. Yeah. And Anna Jay and Ty Conti feuded with the bunny and Penelope Ford for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Where's Penelope anyways, Ford been? Yeah. Who knows? I see Kip Saban all the time on TV. Now they always have him on hard cam. I was like, is that man buying tickets? Yeah. What's going on? He wrestled at an indie show in England this past weekend. I, I, he, I saw someone post a picture of him. He he came out with the box on his head and took it off to wrestle. Yeah, it's funny. It's I look at him and I'm like, that's not a man who's long for the AW world. Yet they still have him out there in this spot. I was going to say, he's... But the funny thing is, they're right not on. drawing attention to him. Yeah, I think he's going he's gonna to do something someday. He's got to. Because he's the he's on the hard cam, like right in the middle every episode. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It's uh, they're really playing the long game for this and not talking about it at all, mm-hmm. which is really I, funny. Yeah, because I thought he still might be hurt, but then I saw the pictures of him wrestling in England, so I was like, oh. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense that they would let him get like ready, mm-hmm. like ring ready before bringing him back in. Because I, because uh, I thought he'd do the box thing, and then when Miro came back, Miro would see him and like try to beat him up again or something. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I like his character. I don't necessarily always like him in the ring, mm-hmm. but I think he has potential. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that he. If I would give him spots over other people, mm-hmm. so. so uh, so much, but you're paying him, so you might as well use him. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so next match we had the uh, in ring, well, sort of in ring debut of Roosh versus Penta. With uh, I guess His, Roosh's real in ring. Yeah, I was to say singles match the, debut because yes. he was in the battle royal on Friday. And fuck, did these guys slap the shit out of yeah, each other? Yeah, they were beating holy the moly, awesome. Yeah, they. Their overhand slaps were, they were, they were taking skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. My goodness. Um, this was, this was the, the hard hitting uh, version of luchador wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like you will get, this is what the luchador grudge matches are like. Yeah. In AAA and CMLL. Um, it's not all flips. And you know that just by knowing who Penta is. Mm-hmm. But uh, Roosh is almost like that to a higher level. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He can go. I don't know if the AW fan base is behind him just yet, but holy smokes! Yeah, if he keeps having matches like this, they'll get behind him. They were behind him in the Battle Royal, though. 
because mm-hmm. I rewatched the Battle Royal before last night's episode because mm-hmm. I missed it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it uh, this match this match was great. Roosh ended up winning by mask shenanigans again. Yeah, they, uh, by they, taking the mask off of Penta once again. They keep taking their masks, and I I was thinking I was like, I wonder if they could just lead into like a mask versus hair match or something. Yeah, but they're not going to take Penta's mask. Is yeah. Roosh really going to cut the no, hair? Oh, he's had that hair like that forever. And I, I don't think Andrade is going to want to cut his hair either. So, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But they're leaning, they're going towards it. Mm-hmm. Like when you have a guy with that long hair and you have, and he keeps taking the mask off this guy, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So yeah. Like they're, they're going to do that. I, or maybe just. You know, in, in Mexico, if you take the mask off, it's an automatic DQ. And you're like, well, we're not in Mexico anymore. Yoink. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that uh, that um, that Andrade is going to bring in another luchador? Probably. Because it's the faction de Ingernables. Yeah. And it's not the tag team. Yeah. And Ingernables. And. Um... They're going to feud with Death Triangle. I know Pox in England now, which he's defending the. I always forget the name of the new title, Mid Atlantic title. What's what's a uh, Dragon Lee up to? I don't know. I don't know. He was signed to Ring of Honor, so we'll see. Exactly. <laughs> he might still be. Is he CMLL? Um, maybe. If he's signed to CMLL, that could be blocking him mm-hmm. a bit. But like, he is. Heavily attached to uh, Roosh, Is, isn't he Roosh's brother? Yeah, they're they were uh, they were in a faction in Ring of Honor, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. So, if they could bring Dragon Lee, into, it's an embarrassment of riches in AEW at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole locker room is all main event guys. Yeah, so it's all it's uh it's kind of tough yeah. to 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 break out in AEW because everybody is like the, even like guys who we thought were great before you're like, Oh no, now you're like eight, eight rungs down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's good though. Cause like when you get situations like this where everyone's getting hurt, you can, you yeah, move then you can around. just plug anyone in. Mm-hmm. Like Roosh was the, uh, ring of honor champion for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. He's very, very good. Uh, hold on. Yeah, Roosh and Dragon Lee are brothers, so I could definitely see them trying to get him to come in. Yeah, I'd say that uh, if they have Roosh, then it's very, very possible that they'll have Dragon He's signed Lee. to AAA. He signed to AAA? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's very, very possible that they'll have Dragon Lee coming in Yeah. soon. Yeah. It's weird. Like, uh, is that why we haven't seen uh, Dragon Lee or uh, is that why we haven't seen him in uh, New Japan in a while? Because he signed a triple. Yeah, because because uh, CMLL is the official mm-hmm. partner. Yeah, that, that I think that's what it was. Because like a lot. Because remember when C- CMLL had that exodus of talent? That's like why Roosh went to AAA and Andrade mm-hmm. and all those guys. Like they had that mm-hmm. big exodus mm-hmm. of talent. He was one of them. He had to change his name for a while to Ryu Lee or something. Or was that his name beforehand? Ryu Lee. No, I think it was Dragon Lee, and now it's Ryu Lee, which mm-hmm. is weird because he's Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ryu Lee doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, I, that'd be awesome if you showed up at AW because those three versus Death Triangle, ooh wee, fucking <laughs> 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 the the trios division. Oh my lord, that, man! I know they said they want to wait for Kenny, but. If they wanted to now, they could. They would. They would rival have, their. It rival their tag division, which is nuts. I think it would be better than their tag division. It probably would be, because their trios matches are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next match we had Gun Club and the acclaimed versus Bear Hunt versus Bear Country. Leo Ruffin. I have Ruff. That was uh. That was his. WWE name mm-hmm. and Serpentico. What um, they call it when he teams up with uh, Bear Country? They call him Roughing It or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they got to do yeah, like so backstage vignettes where they go camping and stuff. He looked so small. He's a, he's a small dude, but he is crazy athletic. 
like yeah he's he's good yeah yeah he's yeah. very good he does like he, the like, his rebound lariat you know that people do where they like kind of bounce off the ropes he'll do it like yeah. head first it's so crazy to see it's yeah <laughs> the only other guy i've seen do that exact move is tyler Bate. yeah tyler Bate. he's really good too and they're both yeah. super young those two guys both do that move yeah. very very well most people can't do that. They're the only two people I've seen do it. I say it's it's kind of nuts to see him go head first and then somehow turn around and give you a lariat. <laughs> it looks like it defies like it defies physics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very cool move. Yeah, um, yeah. So this was a uh, storyline continuation from when this is the top daddy 10, ass top ten anime sided, betrayals sided with the acclaimed against Gun Club. So we have the match. Um, the mat. It was it was it was a fun match to watch because uh, Gun Club were sort of interfering with the acclaim, tagging each other in, and they were tagging themselves in at times. Um, Austin Gun tagged himself in to get the pin. Mm-hmm. He stole the pin from was it Bowens or Caster? I think it was Caster. I think Caster hit the mic drop, but while he was up on the mic to, or while he was up on the. Uh, on the top rope to hit the elbow drop, Austin tagged himself Tagged's in, mm-hmm. got the pin. Before the match even started, he snatched the mic away yeah. from from Heat. Max Caster and Heat. the fans went ballistic. Mm-hmm. They were pissed. I was pissed. Which Max Caster's over now. I was gonna say At which one human... point people were making fun of him. Yeah, now they... no one's making fun of him anymore. Yeah, He's just I... funny now. The acclaimed are just like huge baby faces now. It's hilarious. <laughs> Bowens has gotten himself super over. He mm-hmm. had a great match. He looked really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Glad a huge Anthony Bowens. Glad he's uh, back and not hurt anymore. Who knows if he ever was hurt? <laughs> That's true. Well, I think he legit had surgery. But, but he came back fast. Yeah, man. maybe it wasn't as invasive as they let on, you know? Yeah, maybe it was arthroscopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That got to, when he stood up a couple, was it last week when he stood up? Yeah. That was yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the match, the, so the, they start shoving after the match, after Austin Gunn steals the win for their team. Then Gun Club, uh, Hit both hit big lariats on the acclaim. The acclaim get knocked out. It uh, daddy ass rushes into the ring. He pushes Gun Club away, trying to protect the acclaimed. He uh, he picks up Max Caster, hits him with the big lariat. Um, Bro. no, he 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 hits Bowens with the big lariat. Then he knocks out Max Caster, and then Anthony Bowens. Lifts up the scissor me daddy. Does the scissors. Yeah. He does the scissor thing. And. Uh, but he. Billy Gunn looks like he's about to do the scissor. But then he hits him with a famouser. And <laughs> it's just. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's sad. I, it was heartbreaking. And I saw I saw a tweet that said. Et tu daddy ass. Like. Et tu Brutus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it. I mean, I see what they're doing. They're, they're they did the turn for acclaim, so they're. The, yeah, they did the double turn here. Yeah, but it's like I just, I wanted this to keep going because I was living all of them together. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really good, and for that reason alone, fuck Gun Club forever. Yeah, and they are ultimate heels. Like it's working for them. They are they're incredible heels. Yeah. Like their I, heel work is amazing. I like how they just dress like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny. <laughs> like they have the vest and everything. Mm-hmm. And one of them has a just a whole sleeve of John Wayne tattoos. <laughs> Strange. Yeah, they're not, like not the to, choice I would make. Yeah, they're both in like their twenties, so I I don't I didn't think younger people really cared about John Wayne, but maybe I don't know. Maybe when you're one of the wild guns. Yeah, there you go. They have that Western theme song mm-hmm. and everything. I I still love their theme. The theme's it's good. It's so good. Okay, so next we had Marina Shafir teaming with Nyla Rose against Thunderstorm, which is a great name. Yeah, and uh, when Nyla Shafir first came out with Umbrella, it's like, what the hell? Oh, they're going against Thunderstorm. That makes sense. I was so confused for like two seconds. 
I loved when Nyla Rose used the umbrella in the match. Mm-hmm. I cackled. It was so funny. It was like really, really like Three Stooges when she did it. Like she threw it away and like and looked the other direction. It was just whistling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was hilarious. I loved it. Um, Shafir looked really good. Mm-hmm. Her pump handle like uh, fucking slam that she did was unreal. Mm-hmm. I loved that shit. I thought Thunderstorm worked really really well together i think they're a good tag team and i'm watching what they're doing with the women's division and like they're i don't know what they're doing i don't know if they're um, just trying to get more women on the show or if they're trying to set up a tag team women's title yeah maybe well didn't they have that tournament a while ago like a tag team women's tournament maybe they're like two years ago almost maybe maybe they're gonna bring that back yeah maybe because um um, serena deeb and uh, mercedes martinez teaming up now too they are like yeah. every match has been a tag team match for the women, mm-hmm. which like, okay. I think if you did like one singles match, one tag match for show, that's great. Yeah. But now get... Don't just now get rid of the singles matches. Yeah. Now you're doing the tag match. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I understand now you have four women on yeah. the show. Well, now. we got more women on the show. That's what they'd say, bro. That's, that's <laughs> not what I want. I, I don't want the amount of women on the show i'm talking about matches guys. yes yeah what two matches mm-hmm. like okay well how about we dump them all into one match mm-hmm. no yeah like every week they have a battle royal no mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah good match though it was it was very good it. The, the faces picked up the win it was good they didn't and i saw the rankings tony storm's number one again which is nuts because she was already she had just lost. Well, it, it seems clear to me that they're doing the uh, the mutual respect thing. Oh, yeah. And then I think she's probably going to win it. I, I say it all out. She's going to win it. And if she goes heel, because if you've never seen heel Tony Storm when she was in stardom, that stuff was awesome. She's ruthless whenever she's a heel. Yeah. She is ruthless mm-hmm. as a face. God, I was so. going to say that hip attack, man. I don't know how she doesn't kill people with that hip attack. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, main event time. This main event was fucking incredible. Yeah. Mox versus Brody King. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I love this because Mox didn't stand a chance. Yeah, he was getting his ass beat for this was the um this was the Hangman versus Danielson mm-hmm. uh first match where Danielson beat Hangman's ass for forty five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah he was beating mox all over the ring the chops were brutal the fucking slams were brutal the the most brutal thing in the match was when king missed the first cannonball yeah and he, he looked he looked like he killed him yeah cannonballs always look like they hurt when you take them but when they miss it always seems to look worse to me <laughs> like yeah he looked like he died <laughs> yeah um, this was good. They did a good job of the whole episode too of hyping up Brody, too. Yeah, Brody looked amazing, and I love that the only way for Mox to get the upper hand was to go the teachings of Regal and Danielson and take him to the mat, mm-hmm. go for the leg, put him in the knee bar, put him in the heel hook. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it looked like Mox was trying to wrestle a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so it looked like he was getting his ass beat. Like just, uh, it looked like uh, Hulk versus uh, Loki in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when you just smashed him. Yeah. It was it was wild. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, he gets uh, Brody King with the choke, and Brody King goes out. I love that for the for the big time tough guys in AEW, they never tap. Yeah, they just pass out. That's good. They go out. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like a, it's a very smart detail and it's not something, and you can, you can overuse it because it's fine. It's just like these guys will never tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they would rather pass out than they will never give up. Yeah. They're too big and mean. Those, those pass like out. Like Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, Brody King, um, Will Hobbs, like these guys, these guys aren't going to tap. Even uh, even Darby, he's not going to tap. He's going to go out. Mm-hmm. He's going to pass out. 
Yeah. It's really good. But then you got, you have uh, Chris Jericho, you have MJF. Those guys will tap. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's smart. It's really smart. I love it. Um, where do you think Brody King goes next? Uh, I think, well, I did, did you see what happened after they went off the air? Uh, Darby. Yes. Yeah. I think they made feud with Sting and Darby, but, but they also made it seem like that, uh, he was going to like BC. I, I'd love to see BCC feud with House of Black. That'd be awesome. And then that also would be amazing. They also are still doing the Miro versus Malachi Black feud. I don't know. There's a lot of places they go. I, I like all these there is, different storylines inter, interweaving. Yeah, that that's when AW's at its best, when all the stories just sort of like... Speaking of the end of the show, did this happen to you in Canada? Where, the, where JR was like, thanks for everyone for joining us, and it, it immediately cut to American Dad. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if that happened to you guys, uh, but it was like they were pushing the time limit, and it, it was like, as soon as JR said, good night, everybody, it was cut straight to the opening theme song to uh, American Dad. Well, yeah, because uh, I think the announcers said that right as the match was starting, we will we'll go overtime mm-hmm. with this match if it goes into uh, if it goes into the next hour, and I think that's what happened. Yeah, but it's just the the it's like a jump cut. It was so funny looking. <laughs> it just cut from Mox holding up the belt to "Good Morning in the USA." Like it, it's like no space at all. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh yeah, they uh they did an overrun, which mm-hmm. I appreciated because it makes it makes the fight seem bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And less contained. Like you can't contain it to uh, to their show. These guys are just that big and mm-hmm. bad. Um all right, so let's look at I guess what's supposed to be airing in less than an hour. Yeah. Um we have on tonight's show we have Eddie versus Takashita. God damn. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh, that's the match leading to Eddie versus June Akiyama. Yeah. That's his dream match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takashita is his protege. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. Those two Mor- dudes are going to beat the hell out of each other. Moriarty and I have crashes. I know it's not crashes. Um, <laughs> Moriarty and Gresham. Oh, autocorrect. Yes, they uh, autocorrected Gresham gotcha. crashes. Yeah. <laughs> versus uh, Gates of Agony, which is. Who from Gates of Agony is in this? I think it is. Uh, I can't remember his name, but the Samoan guy and it's the main is tag. It Brian team. Cage? No, it's not Brian Cage. It's the other guy. The the actual tag. Oh, team. Uh, I'm actually more excited mm-hmm. to to see him. Um, yeah, they didn't have Brian Cage on there. I know they good kept him <laughs> signed, but like he, I haven't seen him. Like I've been seeing everyone else in. Yeah, there. they're 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 saving him for Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, Which during the, um, not to jump back too far, but during the uh, Hobbs and Starks promo, Starks made oh, reference fuck. to that. He's like, "We could ruin you them. on Twitter. Just ask our old partner." <laughs> yeah, we can ruin you. Uh, we can ruin you in the ring, on the mic, and on Twitter. Just yeah. ask our old partner. <laughs> and then Will Hobbs did the did the throat cut. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that Brian Cage does. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh god, you guys are fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Then we have Cassidy versus Nice, which will be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then next week we have Claudio versus Hager, the triple threat tag team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so cool. Yeah. That's then... fun. Um, I assume they're just throwing some random women's match on tonight. And, and I think it's we... uh, what I talked about, Deeb and Martinez versus someone. Yeah. It's like, don't do that. Deeb and Martinez squash some people. Like, why... If you're going to do that, have another match, because that match won't last that long. You know? Have another one. It's weird. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Then we have, next week, we have Claudio versus Hager. I actually am pretty hyped for that match. It'll be cool. That'll that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Then we have the triple threat tag team match. That is... My brain can't even contain itself for that one. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That's got a main event, right? And those are the only two matches we have, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Which is kind of nuts because it's Fighter Fest, so you think they? I'm sure they'll do some other big matches. Well, that's the thing. We have to remember they'll set up some matches based off of Rampage. Too. That's true. They always do. That's true. Um, and also, 
the uh, Death Before Dishonor is this weekend, correct? Uh, next or is that next weekend? weekend? No, it's July 29th. It's like the end of July. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's a couple but weeks. they announced some matches for that. We have Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal, which will be cool. Mm-hmm. That'll be a great match. Uh, uh, Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia 2. Yeah, I say that because they faced each other in the on the Indies. It was yeah. an hour long match, and it was really it was very good. This is for the pure um, title too, so to be under those pure rules. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Two absolute grapplers. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope Wheeler Yuta busts out the Yuta lock. I'm waiting for the Yuta lock. He should. I need the Yuta lock. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, give it should. to me. He should. He and used then, it in their previous match. Yeah. And did, then we have Mox versus. Okay, that already happened. Yeah, so that's uh, well. Then they cool during the show. The FTR called out the Briscoes again. Oh yeah, we're getting and, FTR versus Briscoes too. Yeah, they wild. They, the Briscoes accepted on Twitter, so it's official, which is cool. Where are the Briscoes right now? Are they in Impact? Impact. Yeah, they're signed to Impact. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's great for Impact, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, it is. That's a really, 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 really good team for them I, to have. I really think uh, part of Tony buying Ring of Honor is because, you know, the Warner execs didn't want the Briscoes, but this is how he can get around it and still use the Briscoes when he wants. <laughs> Put With him in the, ROH. It is a really good little trick mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that they have. Um Put it, uh, you know what? Just put them on YouTube. Put them yeah. on streaming. Yeah. Don't worry about them. Yeah. They're so entertaining, though. Mm-hmm. Their promos are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're top ten promos in the uh, in the game today. Yes, they're they're so good. Them boys. They're so funny. Yeah, they're so funny. They'll cut a promo, and one of the Briscoes will just be eating yogurt. Yep, yep. Or they're just like, because <laughs> they're legit chicken farmers too. So they just do their promos on a chicken farm, which is awesome. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. Um, let, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap it up so that we can watch Rampage. Oh yeah. 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 All right. See you guys. Whoop.